Hello, and welcome to the Armchair Analysts. My name is Rob, and this is my dad, Ed. Hi. Since the early 70s, I've been watching the NFL with my dad, and just as long, we've been coaching teams, announcing games, and analyzing all things NFL from the comfortable distance of fandom. And now we're bringing you into our discussions. So grab some snacks and the best seat in the house, and join us, the Armchair Analysts. Welcome to the Armchair Analysts. Dad, are you there? Yes, I am. Alrighty. Uh, so I figured this week first we'd go over my homework, but I, uh, like a good schoolboy, did not do some of it. So I don't know anything about Jameis Winston's contract yet, but I think it's a moot point because he's going to play next week, right? Yeah, they say he's going to start, yeah. And so what were you saying about I might not be off the hook? Yeah, well, I told you I might not have heard that right. I, I wasn't sure exactly where that $20 million came into play. If I heard it, it might be if he plays 10 games. So even if he's starting this week, you know, that still could be a factor down the road where they might decide it's not working out and they still could probably, if I heard that right, save that $20 million if they give it up. Gotcha. So, well, I'll, I'll add that to my homework again for next week. <laughs> well, make sure you get on top of it this week. Exactly. I'll have to have an excuse and turn it in late. What is it called? Makeup when you, I don't know, doesn't matter. Uh, Darius Slay, though, I did, uh, you were asking about where he came from. Yeah. Um, he actually was, he was drafted by the Lions, so he's been with the Lions the whole time. Okay. He, he was drafted in 2013 and started uh, playing in 2013. Okay. So, so he's been around for a while, and he came from, where did he come from? Mississippi State University. Okay. He actually started at Itawamba Community College before transferring to Mississippi State. Yeah, a lot of them guys are doing that now. That's uh, where Aaron, that's where Aaron Rodgers got his start. Uh, when he graduated high school, he couldn't get any major colleges interested in him. He went to a community college for two years and then transferred to the University of California his junior year. Isn't that crazy? I, yeah. like, my community college didn't, any one of the ones I went to didn't have a football team. No, nah, most of them don't, but I think you get around some of these uh, bigger metropolitan areas. I think some of that happens. And West Virginia University, they almost totally depend on junior colleges and community colleges uh, to pick up most of their players because they can't compete with the uh, recruiting that these other big colleges do. Right. Well, uh, on a side note, a lot of them are getting in trouble for that now because they're paying off the parents or the students or whatever to go to the one school or the other. But Yeah, I've seen some of that, yeah. yeah but we're not here to adjudicate that. So anyway. That's right. <laughs> So that's Darius Slay's background. Uh, also, on my homework was roughing the passer, trying to figure out exactly what roughing the passer is. I still have no idea, uh, but the players are getting better at it, or the refs are getting better at it because it seems to be called less. Yeah, or like you said, maybe a combination of the two. Yeah. Um, it, it seemed to me like the players were doing a better job of not landing on the quarterback. Uh, right. But, you know, there's got to be some kind of middle ground there where you can – I think it was Derek Carr, that quarterback for the Raiders, said something about, um, you know, he'd rather the guy fall on him than 
hurt himself trying to avoid falling on him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> All right. And so the last order of business on the homework was to incorporate uh, Elliot Harrison, who's the writer for NFL.com. He does huh. picks just like we do. And uh, we're going to use him as a reference. And we brought him in last week. Not him personally, but his picks we brought in last week. And we were talking about how he did in week three, which was an abomination for you and me. And he went 10 and 6. But just to put your mind at ease, he did not pick the Titans over the Jaguars in week three. He did not pick the Giants over the Texans. He picked the Texans with us. Uh, he did not pick the Redskins over the Packers. He did. I bet he didn't pick the Bills over the Vikings either. That was the other one, right. The Bills, he did not pick the Bills, right. So he got six wrong, and he got the ones you would expect you know, to get wrong. So he, got, right. he did three better than us that week, but they were... Uh, I'm trying to figure out which ones they were real quick. Like he picked the Steelers over the Buccaneers, so he got that. And you got that, but I didn't. Uh, He picked the Seahawks over the Cowboys, which you got wrong, but I got right and he got right. So it's like the ones that he got right are the ones that you and I picked different, but he picked the right one every time where we didn't. Ah, okay. So he's our benchmark. He's our benchmark. And in week four, which was this past week, because we're about to do week five. So week four, um, he did 10 and five. And I also did 10 and five. And you did seven and eight. Woo! That's horrible. Well, it's not, I I mean, you know. I guess I didn't leapfrog you, huh? These are rough. (laughs) Not yet. They're still plenty of time. I'm I'm about ready to take all my picks when they're done, and then when I'm when you and I are done talking, I'm going to say reverse them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. So uh, Thursday night, tomorrow night, uh, we start out with a rematch of Deflate Gate with the Colts at the Patriots. Okay. Who who are you going for in that one? Oh, I got to take Patriots at home. Yeah. Uh, the, the Colts are, you know, they're okay, uh, but I think the Patriots definitely made a statement with their game against Miami. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't see any reason not to pick them in Foxborough, and especially because you know they're going to deflate the balls again. Nah, they won't. They would never <laughs> attempt that again. I'm just teasing. Yeah, okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, Titans, who continue to surprise me, at the Bills. Yeah, they're about to start make believers out of me, but go ahead. Yeah, well, who are you picking? Uh, Titans at the Bills? Yep. I'm going to do the Titans now, I think. Yep, I'm I'm with you. I did, too. I, I don't want to, but you know what, too? The Bills, I mean, they beat the Vikings in Minnesota, so they could surprise us. But I'm going with the but Titans. But they turned now. around and got thrashed in the next week, right? Yep. Uh, speaking of getting thrashed, the Dolphins, who got thrashed by the Patriots, at the Bengals, who are playing very well. I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Yep, me too. Uh, Jaguars at Chiefs. That's going to be the game of the week right there. 
That's going to be a good game, but I think the Chiefs got that hot hand, so I'm going to go with Kansas City. Uh, I'm also picking Kansas City, mostly because they're at home. Uh, also because I'm a little, I don't know. The Chiefs' defense isn't great. So, I mean, I think the Jaguars can score. Um, but, I don't know. It's just going to be tough. I don't know if they can Yeah, score. and Jaguars got a good defense, too. So, that should be almost the game of the week, really. I think it definitely will be the game of the week. I, I think, I don't know. It's tough to pick. I'm going with the Chiefs mostly because they're at home. Okay. Uh, Ravens at the Browns. I tell you what, the Ravens, uh, they have all kinds of looks on offense. Uh, and they're using that Jackson uh, pretty well. And uh, uh, I don't know. They're, they're, to me, it looks like they're coming together. Of course, Steelers uh, were pretty inept, but I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens, too. It's the old Browns versus the new Browns. I'm, the Baltimore Browns. Right. I'm picking the old Browns. Okay. Um, but I think, I mean, I think the Ravens are okay. I th- actually, I think they're pretty good. But I think the Steelers made them look better than they actually are. Yeah, uh, and the Brown and the Browns lost another one. I think one of their defensive backs, a guy named Mitchell, uh, in that game against the Raiders, he got hurt. Broke, oh, his, broke his wrist. Broke his wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, that they got shafted in that game, in my opinion. Yeah, I think everybody agrees on that. They got shafted, even the announcers. Yeah, that guy clearly made the first down, and they didn't have enough to overturn it. It's just nah. that's crazy. You know why? It's because they're going to be the Vegas Raiders pretty soon. Hey, you might be right. <laughs> uh, the Broncos at the Jets. I thought the Broncos did amazing against the Chiefs. Uh, they... Almost won that game. Yeah, um, I still think the Jets are still struggling to find themselves, and I think the last half of the season they're probably going to do a lot better, but right now I'll take the Broncos. Yep, so far we're agreeing on all of them. That's, that could be bad, but go ahead. It could be. Uh, Falcons at the Steelers. Whew! i tell you what, man. Falcons got to win. And we got to win. Steelers got to win. I mean, both of them, their seasons are both in jeopardy. I think the Falcons are like one and three, but every one of theirs has been close. Uh, Cincinnati pulled it out of their uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for making me bleep you. <laughs> I didn't want to get bleeped. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to... Go with my heart. I'm going to take the Steelers. Hope they get some of their problems ironed out. All right. I'm going against my heart, so I win either way. I pick the Falcons. Okay, so we disagree on one. Yep. Well, I mean, also on paper, Yeah. the Steelers' defense can't stop anybody, and the Falcons' Uh, offense is good. So, I mean, the Steelers should be able to move the ball and score points also, but I think the Falcons should be able to go up and down the field at will. And it's going to be another game like the Chiefs game where it's 42-37 to 37 or something like that. All right. All right. Uh, Packers at the Lions. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, Lions are pretty decent, but I'm going to take the Packers. 
All right, I'm taking the Lions at home in an upset. They they already beat the Patriots in Detroit, and the Packers lost to the Redskins, which still befuddles me. But so they're they're fallible. Uh, I don't think the Lions are better, but this particular week, I'm going with an upset. Okay. Well, it makes it interesting because we've got a few different then anyways. Yep. Uh, the Giants at the Panthers. Panthers coming off a bye week. Hmm. I'm going to take the home team. Panthers. Yeah, I agree. They should be well-rested. The Giants, what did they do last week? Uh, they lost to the Saints. Yeah. I don't. I didn't see much of that game, so I don't know yeah, how well yeah. they played. But um, Giants are struggling, though. Yeah. Although Barkley, like we say every week, he's the real deal. But they it can't all be him, you know. Right. Need some help. They got to get some help on the offensive line because uh, I think otherwise they have some potential. All right, Raiders at the Chargers. The Chargers 49ers game last week was really interesting. Yeah, and that, that surprised me with that uh, backup quarterback situation and all that, even though you told me he's played a good bit. You remember, you're probably too young to remember, but years ago, the backup quarterback, I think it was at the uh, Chiefs, maybe it even was maybe when Lenny Dawson played when they won the Super Bowl. I can't remember if it was that far back or not. It was a guy named Bethard. And I'm wondering if that's his father or a relative. Uh, was his name Bobby? I can't remember. I just remember his name was Bethard. He was a backup there for a long time. And oh. he always played pretty respectable, but uh, I do remember that. I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm adding the, the Bethard story to my uh, homework here for okay. next week. Okay. Um, See if it was a father or a relative or somebody. He played in the pros a long time. And you took the Chargers, you said? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers, too. Um, man, the Raiders, they're tough to figure out as well. I mean, they put up 45 points on the Browns, and even though they got help, yeah, you know, that's a lot of points. And the Browns' well, defense is not bad, I don't think yeah. so. I mean, and Carr has some potential. There's no question about him. He can play with the best of them when he's got his game together. But I'm going to still say the Chargers. Yep, me too. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders pulled one out here. Right. Especially in a division game, and their season's pretty much on the line as well. Right. Uh, Rams at Seahawks, another divisional. And in Seattle, you see uh, Earl Thomas. Yeah, I see, it. I, see it. I seen him flip the bird. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, a- I think he did that to the Seahawks sideline, is what they said. Yeah, because he was trying to. He's like Le'Veon Bell. He Correct. didn't want to get hurt and ruin his uh, chances of a big contract. But uh, I'm going to say the Rams. Yep, I'm going to go with the Rams, too. They still, like usual, have not given me any reason to doubt them. Um, yeah. And the Seahawks, of course, are now down Earl Thomas as well as all their other problems. All right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to me, that does not lend any credence to Bell's situation. I, 
you know, I I guess on one hand, I kind of feel for him because of that franchise tag is a little bit of a, a political move by a team to kind of keep you under wraps without paying you. Yeah, I agree. However, the franchise tag was $14.5 million, and now we're just being kind of, you know, and not only was that not enough, but they offered him a long-term contract, so he could have chosen to remain a Steeler and got a healthy contract. It might not have been a market-resetting contract, but certainly enough that he could comfortably live the rest of his life. Um, Mm -hmm. Because if you can't on that kind of money, then come live with me for a while. (laughs) I hear you. Um, But then the other thing that bugs me the most is, like, I hear these guys about how they got to get paid and how they got to get paid. And my thing is, you know, don't they want Super Bowl rings anymore? Because the more you pay Bell, the less you have to go to the rest of the team. That means there's going to be a bigger disparity between his talent level and the rest of the team's talent level, which, A, is not going to be good for a a Super Bowl run. B, it's not going to be good for his own statistics or whatever, because if you can't afford to pay good offensive line guys, it doesn't matter how good of a running back he is, he's going to get not much yards. And finally, the lower quality of talent of the guys surrounding you, the more likely you are to get hurt. That's Those are all good points, and, and I'd add one point to it, too. Like you said, with that disparity, uh, then the other guys who think they're also superstars, like Antonio Brown and other ones, when their time comes up for a contract, then they want you know even more because they're saying, well, you know, Bell got it or whoever. So that makes it just like a spiral, you know. Correct. And these teams are fighting the salary cap, so it's not like they can spend to the, you know, as much as they want, even if they have it. Like in baseball and basketball, if they get to the salary cap, but they can go over, but then they just have to pay a penalty. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, baseball and basketball, both, they can go over, and then they have to pay huge penalties, but... I think they figure well if they got a if they are in a city that has a big enough draw, and so they can you know make their money up. You know a lot of them doing it. Right. Well, and a lot of times, if you sign, you know, like the Lakers who sign LeBron James or whatever, they and I, don't, I have no idea what the salary cap situation is there, but they're they get, usually they're they're one of the teams that usually goes over and have to pay some. Fines. Right, but they and didn't make I that up in, in jersey sales. Like, you know, as soon as he became a Laker, you know, all kind of people started buying LeBron Laker jerseys. Yeah, and I saw an interest, and in, we're getting off the track from football to basketball, but I seen a thing. They, this one guy said he guarantees that next year Kevin Durant is going to be a Laker. And uh, that should really be interesting then. He's the one that went from the Celtics to the to Utah? No, no. Durant's the one who played at the Thunder and then went to the Warriors and plays with uh, Curry. Okay. And I think he might have been the MVP in the last uh, playoffs. But uh, anyway. Shows you what I know about basketball. (laughs) We better get back to football. That's right. All right. Uh, So, well, that was fitting, though, because we were talking about uh, Los Angeles when that started. 
Yeah, um, that's, that's And we that's both right. picked the Rams over the Seahawks in Seattle. And we were also fitting because we were looking at salary caps and how they're different in different sports. Right. All right, go. Uh, Cardinals at the 49ers is next. This is the other half of the division. So Rams yeah. at Seahawks and Cardinals at 49ers. Uh, Cardinals about due to breakthrough. I'm going to take the Cardinals. They've been letting me down almost every week, but I'm going to try them again. All right. I'm going for the 49ers. Um, you know, Bethard's not bad. Uh, he's not Garoppolo, but he's not bad. And they're at home, and the Cardinals are still struggling, although they seem to be improving a little bit, but we'll see. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, ooh, this is going to be good. Uh, rematch of the NFC Championship, Vikings at the Eagles. I tell you what, the Eagles have been, Vikings both uh, haven't played the ball that I thought the, both of them would, but I'm going to take the Eagles at home. Alrighty, I picked the Vikings. Um, I'm not sure of my rationale looking at it now, except for the. I mean, the Eagles. First of all, they lost to the Titans. They barely beat the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, they're just not clicking on all cylinders. I don't think they're a bad team, but they're not clicking on all cylinders right now. And the right. Vikings um, had extra time to prepare because they played Thursday night last week. And scored 31 points on the Rams' defense in L.A. So they didn't win the game, but their offense was much improved. I don't know what's going on with their defense. Their defense ought to be a lot better than that. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still go with the Eagles. Yep. Okay. I got the Vikings, and we shall see. Um, Battle of Texas is next. Cowboys at the Texans. I'm going to take the Texans. Me too. <laughs> uh, Sean Watkins is starting to look like his old self. Yeah, he's he's starting to make strides. Although, uh, the Colts handed them that game last week. Yeah. Colts should have won. Or at least tied. Uh, but what they, they went for it on like fourth and six or something. I mean, it was ridiculous. Right. Um, but yeah, so we're both picking the Texans there. Um, next up is the Redskins at the Saints. This is, I believe, this is a Monday night game because it's the last one on my sheet here. Isn't this a strange dilemma? Because those are the two teams we talk about where I said I could never get on the right side of the Saints and you said you could never get on the right side of the Redskins. Exactly. <laughs> This is going to be funny. I'm going to take the Saints. Well, that's fitting because I took the Redskins. Oh, jeez. We, we can't both be wrong. That's the, <laughs> that's the takeaway from there. Well, yes, we can, actually. If time. <laughs> uh, which, which may very well happen in today's NFL. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know as of yet, and and... This is kind of on purpose, but kind of fortunate that he doesn't do it until tomorrow. But I don't know what Elliot Harrison's picks are for this week. Uh, Say that again. Elliot Harrison, our reference guy. Yeah. I don't know what his picks are because he doesn't huh. put them out until Thursday, and we yeah. record on Wednesday night. But, well, we don't want to know his in advance anyway. Correct. So That's what I was going to say. Even if I could know them, I wouldn't because I don't want them to influence exactly. mine. And Not yeah. Me neither. And and we may very well likely be influencing him. 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm glad you laughed. I'm glad you knew it was a joke. <laughs> I hear you, man. Alrighty, anything else you got for this week? No, I can't think of anything. It should be a fun week. Who's the bye teams? Uh oh yeah, good point. Um I gotta look that up real quick. Da, 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 da. Week five. Bye week is for the Bears and the Buccaneers. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's right, because they said Winston's coming back after the uh, bye week. Yep. Bears are um, they're uh, they're going to be tough to they might they got a shot at that division. Yep. Well, I'm, man, they looked good in the last game. So yeah. Even even though the Texans are disappointing me so far, uh, and the Jets, but my Bears pick is looking all right. Yeah, they are. They're looking good. I guess if you pick enough surprises, one of them will come through. You never know. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this edition of the Armchair Analysts. We'll be back next week with more analysis, commentary, and predictions.